0: Wednesday. It's the lunchtime. Right now it is 12.06 on this Wednesday, December 2nd. Again, you're tuned in to, to the John DePietro Show. And this portion of our program is brought to you by Rhode Island's number one garden center. That's right, PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Today is a, a nice day, although I'm seeing the clouds move in. We just heard the weather forecast with uh, JR, with Johnny Reynolds. And let me just... Um, Double check. Oh, that's right. I think um, we're actually going to have a little drizzle of rain now at one o'clock and then it's clear. Tomorrow looks like a beautiful day. Tomorrow we will be at the um, Governor Mundo in the rainy weekend. Folks coming up, but uh, very nice uh, weather tomorrow and then later today it's going to be a little uh, mild. But remember, good weather to stop by Rhode Island's number one garden center. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. They have everything you need for decorating your home. Balsam, Fraser fir-cut trees. They also have potted live trees, custom handmade wreaths, 10 inches. The 60-inch size wreaths they are huge. They also have mistletoe and hanging baskets and decorative pots and cemetery baskets. Christmas crafts are beautiful. It's PR, landscape materials, and garden center. That's where I'm getting my Christmas tree this weekend. Stop in and see them get yours there as well. They're open every day. Look for them on Facebook. And then also their website is prmaterials.shop. I want to say good afternoon to everybody tuning in on Facebook Live. Folks, remember, you just find the page. It's John DePietro Show on Facebook. Now, we have a lot of developments. Again, just a reminder, tomorrow, tomorrow is the Governor Armando press briefing. And the COVID situation is, um, it's actually getting worse and it's getting a lot worse. Um, it's getting much worse, as a matter of fact, especially in some of the nursing homes in certain communities. Where I mean, it's 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 terrible how bad it's getting, especially for people who are just trapped in a um, a nursing home type uh, setting. As I was mentioning last hour, Channel Twelve mentioning that it um, right now. Oh, okay, great. Now I also want um oh good. Glad to hear. I'm sorry, folks. Juan just finishing up something. There we go. Um we have uh, let's see. All right, well I'll get to some of the um email with um I, I just have different thoughts on it, and, and we're getting more and more information. I think the big takeaway for today is that cause several of them, actually. One is, though, that the CDC wants to lower the guidelines for exactly how long people have to quarantine. So that's, that's important, and it makes it – it'll be less of a drain on hospitals, nursing homes, um, minervar, first responders, teachers even, anyone like that. The fact the CDC is saying, you know, in second thought, if you don't have symptoms, you probably only need to quarantine maybe 7 to 10 days instead of 14. It makes a difference, especially Rhode Island was moving more to 24 days. So to go from 24 days to 7 to 10 days makes a huge difference. Just to go from, from 7 to 10 down from 14 makes a big difference. And it is more in line with – there There are many people, folks, that – um that are saying that they, they feel no symptoms, and but they did test positive. They're asymptomatic. And then you have to test, um, or there are people that quarantine because they were around someone that had it, is more like it. Now, I'm seeing right now Channel 10 is an update. We're still open, the gym manager tells Channel 10. Two Rhode Island gyms were ordered to close by the Rhode Island Department of a Business Regulation. They were fined 500 each. But they're still open. The Max Fitness Club in Lincoln is still open. I may at some point do a Facebook Live there. Now, again, what the, that no one is mentioning is this, um, as I said, and I said it last hour, I think it, it's important to mention that uh, the owner of those particular gyms has locations in Connecticut. And in Connecticut, the state of Connecticut, the governor there did not, Close the 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 gyms. That's a Rhode Island thing, and I did ask Governor Raimondo about that. <clears throat> I'm not convinced that makes uh, the most sense, but that that Jim and Lincoln they're they're pushing the limit. You are seeing some people, not a lot, but they are pushing back, and then the businesses have to decide. They they are pushing back, and they're remaining open. and And this is I'm I'm going to be interested to see just how far. They're willing to go and how far more importantly, Governor Mundo's people are willing to go to try to get them to close. I do want to check this story, though. Michael Flynn, newly pardoned, calls for the president temporarily suspend the Constitution and impose martial law. Now, I want to just see where he is. um Oh, OK. This is on uh, Twitter that he's doing this. <laughs> Let me just read this story. A week after receiving his pardon from President Donald Trump. Now, he is from, he's in Middletown. Former White House National Security Advisor Michael Flynn promoted a call for the president. Suspend the Constitution. Put the country under martial law. Yesterday, weeks after the election, Flynn shared a press release from the right-wing We the People Convention. Imploring the president implement martial law. The statement drew a connection to what Abraham Lincoln did with his presidential authority during the Civil War. Uh, we the people uh, call for the president invoke limited martial law, hold new election in full page Washington Times ad if legislative courts do not follow the Constitution. So that is um, obviously getting um, quite a bit of, um, of talk and uh, focus <coughs> um, on this Wednesday. So that that is, and I want to read the um, full the full statement on it of um, of exactly what what he's calling for, because that would be very obviously severe. I mean, so that's how far they wanna they wanna go with this. Then, as now, a president with courage and determination. Was needed to preserve the union, the statement says. Today, the current threat to our United States by the international domestic socialist communist left is much more serious than anything Lincoln or our nation has faced in its history, including the Civil War. The statement goes on to rail against Antifa, Black Lives Matter, socialists, the corrupt media, and Big Tech, blaming them all for attempted stealing of the election. There's no evidence, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Um, I want to read that part because I'm also tired of those groups as well. You know, everyone talks, um, the, the, the whole element of Antifa, they're never called out. Flynn's tweet comes shortly after Sidney Powell, the former Flynn Trump campaign lawyer, amplified a call for Trump to suspend the election and set up military tribunals to launch an investigation into it. Now, These are also, by the way, some of the people that are calling for people to be court-martialed. Now, the president right now is not listening to General Flynn. And I'm not convinced, you know, you you do have some people that are going pretty close to the line, if not over the line. You know, starting with Joe DeGeneva, who's talking about he he wants to bring back firing squads and thinks that some people ought to just be um, lined up and... um, Lined up and, and um, you know executed. I mean, uh, how how far is this is this thing going to go? How far are they going to take this? Now, General Flynn, they're all in. By the way, he's all in on all the. Um, to to say that he is a conspiracy person is is you know is actually an understatement. Um, they're still saying that you know JFK is alive, JFK Jr. is alive. Um, I think I've touched on some of this. Now, I'm just looking at some of the headlines. Dark weeks, morgues and hospitals overflow. How about New Jersey's considering a social equity tax? What is happening? This is terrible. Um, MAGA turns on bar. Arizona governor becomes the target. (laughs) President has discussed pardons for his three children, Jared Kushner and Giuliani. I don't understand that. I am. I, um, have they done something that they would warrant that they would need pardons? I'm, I'm a little off on on that one. I mean, I don't want to see them uh, to be. There's also the story about that. They're looking into this uh, quid pro quo for pardons. Now, I was reading somewhere that that seems to be aimed at Rudy Giuliani. And again, I don't know if that's accurate or not but that's who when you're hearing that that type of thing is happening but let me say this as i was if you missed it i'm going to play part of it again next hour brad Parskells, who was the campaign manager who those of you that um if you watched when i was up in new hampshire in february the night before the new hampshire primary folks back when life was normal for crying out loud um we spoke to him there And he's the big, tall guy. And then he he really had some problems, personal problems back in September. But he gave a great interview last night to Martha McCullen on on Fox. If you missed it, I'm going to replay part of it next hour. But, you know, one of the things he talks about, and this is so significant. And right now, again, it's 1217, folks. Good afternoon. It's John DiPietro. But one of the things he talks about is it's all over the country. That Republicans, they all seem to say, I need to win by at least two or three percentage points, or they're going to steal the election from me. Folks, that that is a major problem. I mean, that needs to be addressed, and not just in Rhode Island. And I played yesterday, you know, Susie Yankee, the head of the Rhode Island Republican Party, who I'm going to contact her. I want to have her on at some point. But she issued a video and saying, we need you to get in the game for 2022 like I was saying yesterday to Representative Bob Lance here, folks, the vote total, whether it be in, in Arizona or in Nevada or in, in Georgia, you know, in Nevada, there's talk that they were loading people onto the buses in California, which they knew would go to Biden and then bringing them over and having them vote in Nevada. You have all those ballots that they only voted supposedly for Biden. It. They didn't vote on any of the down-ballot races, they call it. The, the, the president at this point, we, we have to get a handle on the voting. The voting right now in the country, um, if you're like me, I mean, I don't have faith in our voting system. I don't. And it has, it has nothing to do with, with President Trump. I mean, it, let, me, let me rephrase that. Um, president Trump isn't influencing the way I view what's broken. What I the way I view that's broken is the fact that that no one in Rhode Island and this information is tough to get is is challenging the voter rolls. The most important office to get someone in there who is competent, who will be effective is the secretary of state race for 2022. There's nothing more important unless you want to just see losing elections and maybe some people do. Now, folks, this portion of the program is brought by It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. The, uh, they're right in that historic. Well, I'm going to read directly off their website. The building is an old church. Someone was asking me about that. Why not call it a historic um, church? Why do you say old church? Well, that's what they wrote buildings in an old church. But anyhow, you know it. It's in that white. Very distinct, historic church, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. By the way, it was a church back in 1860. Today, it houses that of It's My Health. Marie, the Queen of Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Right across from Davenport Restaurant, where they have vitamins, herbal remedies from trusted companies, local products, like a kai berry. I apologize to uh, everybody Sorry about the, the – um, everybody on uh, Facebook Live, I apologize um, if we were having a uh, sound problem here. But, again, It's My Health, 1099, in Road in Cumberland. You can call her at 401-305-3585, 401-305-3585. It's my health. Vitamins, herbal remedies, local products, over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices purchased by the ounce plus box herbs and teas. It's my health. And they also have Pilates classes. They also have uh, massage therapy. It's my health. I want to say good afternoon to everybody on Facebook Live. I apologize if the sound was uh, a little off. We're adjusting and uh, trying out a a new uh, microphone and sound system. And so, but I think we have it uh, adjusted. It should be nice and clear right now. And again, folks, there's one um, is always dealing with. We, we try out some uh, some different things to try to bring you the most effective program. And so uh, sometimes um, it it um, well, it's just that the things are in in flux a little bit. Again, I want to encourage you go to the website depetro.com And um, I just, I'm so glad Allstate Lock, experts in locking systems and building security, they can do security cameras. If you want to make sure your home or business is safe, make sure you contact Allstate Lock online at allstatelock.com or call them at 401-349-0042. It's 1221 on this Wednesday. Now, again, folks, I want to bring you up to speed. The latest is um, the situation regarding the... um, The situation regarding COVID in Rhode Island and just how much it's it's breaking out. And there's also false information. Um, There's a reporter in Rhode Island that was saying, oh, Governor Raimondo is um, is not, you know, suddenly she's not allowing reporters to ask her questions that she was on a Zoom earlier. False, completely false. The the governor was was part of it. People could uh, be part of the Zoom, but they just weren't allowing the reporters to do in that. So. You know, the report, the information has to be accurate. Uh, CDC voted yesterday to make healthcare workers among the first to get the coronavirus vaccine once it's approved. So, now folks, something else that they're looking at, by the way, is that some businesses may make it mandatory that if you want to work at a certain company, that you have to get the vaccine. Now watch, there are some people that are going to, Uh, Object of that, object to that. But I I, I don't understand that. Um, I I don't understand, again, the people. I know there are some people out there that are still very hesitant about the vaccine. But if you if you hear uh, how many people they're testing it on, I mean, one of the vaccines, as I was playing some of the sound yesterday, they tested on, I think it's 60,000 people. So I think that's a pretty healthy amount of um, people for them to be testing it on. But I am intrigued by this gym, Max Fitness in Lincoln, that they are um, they are still not um, – right now, they are still open. Now, remember, folks, you can email me. Go to the website, petro.com. Uh Kevin writes, devil's advocate. John, you're basing your argument on the current statistic, no college student in the hospital. Does that make sense to do? If the numbers show no this, no that, but precautions were taken, distance learning, then one can argue those numbers or a lot can be attributed to the precautions that were taken. No, that's that's not it. Um the reason is uh that's not accurate, Kevin. Um it's like saying we had a speed limit of 55 on the highway. There hasn't been one accident, so we, we don't need a 55-mile-an-hour speed limit. Uh, no, that, that's not accurate. Um, the, the reason I'm saying no college student in the hospital, they have come down with COVID, but it's not their symptoms are not forcing them into the hospital. So I think it does affect things. If you have a bunch of college students have tested positive, but they have mild symptoms, maybe a sore throat, some of them totally asymptomatic, then that, that's not a matter of, of – it's precautions of distance learning. The college students are at the campus. They are going to class. So it's not, not a matter of precautions. Um, it has to do with results. The, the, you don't have people dying that are college students. You don't have 1K through 12 And these are kids going into the classroom. So that's false. You're basing your argument on the current statistic, no college student in the hospital. That is correct. So why have the college students on lockdown? That's my point. Now, this other person, another email. And again, folks, go to the website. You click on Contact John. Um, This is someone saying that the governor closed businesses and restaurants. And now they're saying, all right, maybe I shouldn't use the word close. That's the word you used. I like how people, I take their exact words. You said the governor's closing businesses and restaurants. No, she's not closing businesses and restaurants. They're putting restrictions on certain businesses and restaurants, but they're not closing businesses. There's a big difference between a store that says you have to hold on a minute we have too many people in the store. We need to have some people come out. There's a big difference between that and a store that is sorry, we're closed. There's no one coming in. Right now, uh, gyms are supposed to be closed, but grocery stores are open. And it is true, Home Depot's open and stores like that. The malls are open. It's a big difference between open and closed. Now, how about in the UK? They're authorizing Pfizer. The coronavirus vaccine for emergency use will be available next week. Some gyms remain open, like I mentioned that one in Lincoln. Now, I want to get, though, where this is really once again taking off is in the nursing homes. And I feel terrible. For anyone that has someone in the nursing home, I mentioned the Alzheimer's unit in Lincoln hit with the outbreak. Uh, Lifespan CEO vaccine could go out of Rhode Island within hours of the FDA approval. Folks, we need it to. We need that to happen. And also asymptomatic testing is now available to all Rhode Islanders. Listen, some people are like losing their minds. They just are. And I understand it. I also saw, you know, someone put Gina and all her doctors are wrong. Listen, the hospitals are the hospitals. All right. How about. Rhode Island House Coronavirus Vaccine Task Force to meet for the first time. Yeah, it's only almost mid-December, for crying out loud. We've been dealing with this since March. Folks, it's very simple. Listen, over right now, the virus is running rampant. You just have to be very cautious if you're anywhere, um, if, if people are not wearing masks. I know there's some people. I spoke with someone Monday, today's Wednesday. I spoke with someone Monday of someone who he doesn't believe in wearing a mask. He won't wear a mask. Um, He says he's gone through the whole thing. He's married. Uh, I think he's in his mid-30s. They have children. He said, I don't wear a mask. And so he won't shop at a store where they make him wear a mask. Listen, everyone is handling it differently. Everyone is handling the situation differently. Um, I go to different places where... If I don't wear the mask, you can't get in. So I wear the mask, such as tomorrow I'll be at the Governor Raimondo press briefing. You can't get in unless you wear a mask. That is the price of admission. Uh, If you want to get inside as a member of the media to cover the Governor Raimondo press briefing, mask wearing is enforced. I don't have a problem with it, by the way. I know some people and I'm different than uh, some of the Trump people, but I, I never got The whole thing anyway. And and again, if you missed, I played part of it last hour. I'm going to play part of it next hour. Brad Pascals, who worked and was running the Trump campaign up until this past summer, um, he talked about they came to a fork in the road with the campaign. And the decision was, do we reopen the economy or should we show empathy? And he was trying to say, you know, there are a lot of people who are frightened About the virus and he noticed a lot of, um, you know, families or different servers and things like that. The White House didn't go in that direction. The White House went in the direction of let's reopen the economy. He feels it was a wrong decision and it hurt the president in um, in the suburban communities, especially the suburbs outside of Philadelphia. Supposedly, Biden did very well there. And there's a lot of people that four years ago voted for the president. And on record, I have said I thought it was a mistake to try to blow it off. No big deal, because it I don't think it, it was connecting with people that are fearful. And by the way, if you have a parent, I know of someone personally, one of their parents died at the end of last week because of COVID. Now, they were older, but that was still the cause of death. So some of the people that say, I think it's a hoax. I, I don't know. Again, I can't save you. Right. Get up in line at Jonestown and drink some of the purple Kool-Aid with everybody else. I'll tell you what I can help you with is if you have an appliance that's not working, because then you can call Ryan's Appliance Repair. Lauren says, I won't leave my house. No reason to do that. I agree with you, Lauren. I mean, listen, folks, the the virus is rampant right now. It is just everywhere. And it's not just Rhode Island. It is everywhere. Again, some people don't mind rolling the dice, uh, but just know the risk. Um, And I think if you've come this far, here's where I come out of it. Right now, it's 1231. We've come this far. I think this would be a lousy time to get the virus if it can be avoided. I think another big part of this problem is the contract tracing, truly finding out and determining how you got it. I think that is a problem. But Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. As we say, if your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. So what does Ryan appliance uh, Ryan's Appliance Repair do? What they do, Ryan's Appliance Repair, is repairs on all makes and models of appliances. I called Ryan when our uh, clothes dryer wasn't working properly. He can fix your washing machine Maybe it makes a funny noise or it doesn't work effectively. He can fix your oven. He could fix your refrigerator. He could fix your stove. Ryan's Appliance Repair. Call, make an appointment, 401-710-7096. Saturday appointments are available. All work is guaranteed for 90 days, parts, and labor. And senior citizens discounts are available if your appliance is dying just call ryan ryan's appliance repair 401-710-7096 now i did receive an email from someone and again folks at twelve thirty two. good afternoon it's john DePietro. it is the john DePietro show we taste we start at 11 we go till two the brad pascal's interview i think it's it's very insightful and it shows there was division within the, the Trump campaign. Um, he is not disloyal to the president. There were just some policy differences they had. Um, obviously, I've met Brad. I've interviewed Brad. So I'm, I freely admit I'm a little partial to Brad. But some of the things he says, I, I think they're on the money. So, again, if you missed it, I'm going to replay part of it um, next hour. But I also want to address, you know, I do received. I received an email Hey, where are all the cases of the flu? How come the flu suddenly isn't that bad? Well, let's talk about that. You know, if the virus has taught us anything, and again, folks, good afternoon. It's 1233. It's John DePietro, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Good afternoon to um, everyone at, uh, that's watching on Facebook Live. Someone's asking why it's bad in nursing homes. They're required to wear a mask, PPE, and it works. Good question. You know, I asked that question. I think Kathleen was asked that question. I asked that at one of the press briefings. And the answer that I got was some of the people that work in the nursing homes, they believe it's obviously coming from some of the workers. And they believe apparently there are some people that they don't just work in one nursing home. They work in several different nursing homes. Where the nursing home situation is makes it particularly cruel is many of those people, they, they have no... Choice. They, they're they not even allowed to leave. They're not even allowed to have visitors. And it's still it's still bad. Um, but that is a fair question. It really seems to come down to the workers. One area that the Ramundo people need to address and the Department of Health needs to address is they certainly need more testing in the nursing homes. The nursing homes need more testing because a number of the people apparently that's what I was told. I did ask that question. It's a fair question. Because that is frustrating because in the summer months it did drop down, but all the numbers dropped down. It seems that when the numbers rise, the reason the nursing homes numbers shoot up so much is because of the workers going in because they're not having visitors right now. So it's the workers, the workers at the nursing homes need to be tested more without question. Um, And that's something I I agree with many. I mean, it is it's it seems that it's avoidable. It seems that it should be very avoidable. But let me just address the flu situation. Now, I received a flu shot back in, I think it was September. September, early October. Now, I always get a flu shot. And I know many of you get a flu shot. But let's talk about the flu. What really makes the flu spread? What makes the flu spread is, number one, a lot of people don't get a flu shot. Number two, what makes the flu spread is people go to work that have the flu. And then they're spreading it to the workplace. That's number two. Number three, a lot of people that have the flu go into work or go into a store or around people, and they're not wearing a mask. And they shake hands, and they kiss and hug, and they are spreading the flu that way. And the other thing is, with people, how the flu spreads is people sit on an airplane or sit in church or sit in a whatever, but they're sitting close to someone. So the reason why, and by the way, flu numbers are way down this year, way down. Folks, it's all the same principles. You can take flu and you can take coronavirus and put it all in the same category. Uh, The common cold, if you have less people, if you have no handshaking and people not going to school or work when they're sick, and people working from home and people wearing masks, there's got to be less people getting colds. You know, the, the way this spreads also this time of year is there are some people that go to a, I don't understand it, and I think it's selfishness. But people that go to a holiday party, even though they're sick, people that go into work when they're sick, people that shake hands with people, how do you do when they're sick? People that still hug and kiss people, whatever it may be. People that touch things when they're sick. Uh, Lack of hand washing. I mean, all of those things. You're talking about spread of germs is really what it is. And the the most effective way to stop spread of germs is number, several things. Number one, limit the number of people that you interact with. (coughs) Excuse me, that's not a COVID cough. Number two, don't shake hands. Don't kiss people. Don't hug people. I know a lot of people like to. It is seem odd. You see family. You have friends. You haven't seen them in a while. You want to go up and, and hug them. You shouldn't. Um, people staying home when they're sick. That's a big one. How many people? Uh, you would see a flu or sickness spread through an office. I never like the people that go into work sick. I know a lot of people feel pressure to. A lot of bosses. I think that's going to change. There's a lot of people. Um. You know, they do that. I worked for someone years ago. He would go in a uh, scratchy throat. He couldn't talk. And then if someone else called in sick, he'd say, I made it in. If I made, you know, yeah. And you're spreading the germ everywhere. Suddenly the entire office had it. What is the point of that? Let's see. All the hospital numbers are up. Well, here's the thing. Why now? They want to mandate vaccines. Well, we haven't had the vaccine. Now, again, it's not everyone. There are some people that say, I don't want to take the vaccine. There are going to be certain jobs. You could have employers saying, we're not going to hire you unless you get the vaccine. I, I'm, and again, that could all be challenged. We're in fertile. Gra- Why haven't we had? I like that. Why haven't they mandated vaccines before? Well, You have childhood vaccinations, and some people choose not to have their children get. That's why some of those diseases, measles, mumps, some of them have rebounded and they've made a comeback because of these earthy, crunchy parents uh, or different people that put out false information that they don't get the kids vaccinated. Um, They haven't enforced people to get flu vaccines, the flu shot. I Again, I personally wouldn't have a problem with it. I wouldn't. I know some people. I got a flu vaccine once and I was sick for six months. I don't believe you. I think you're exaggerating. I don't believe your story. So why haven't they had mandated vaccines before? Well, we haven't had a pandemic before. That's why, I think. Um, Much like, you know, I remember growing up in Edgewood. And again, folks, at 1239 on this Wednesday, it's John DiPietro. There was this kid that lived at the end of the street, uh, Jimmy Kent, and he was in a wheelchair. And he was much older than I was, but in the 50s, he came down with polio. So I suppose there were some people that didn't want to, you know, that said Jonas Salk is a kook. I don't want the polio vaccine. Other people took it. I I mean, there's always going to be people like that. Now, I want to remind you about J.K.L. Engineering. Folks, call them today, 401-351-7600. They're licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. J.K.L. Engineering. Call them, 401-351-7600. J.K.L., highest rebates in the market. Estimates are free. Financing is available. And J.K.L., with an efficient heating system, they can reduce your oil bill by as much as 90 percent. Highest rebates on the market. New installation replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers called J.K.L. Engineering today. 401-351-7600. 401-351-7600 for J.K.L. Engineering. I want to pull up the, um, the story. There's also just another story that I want to mention. We have um, the uh, finance reports. I just want to find out. Where did I, uh, New Jersey considers a social equity tax. I don't even know what that means. More than half of emergency small business funds went to larger businesses. Um, let's see. Oklahoma declares day of prayer and fasting as virus surges. Biblical mandate. California churches ready to defy the governor there. Uh, New York City bar owner arrested for refusing to close. How about that? We don't I see that it may be uh, man- mandatory. Um, will employers require it? All right, let me um, morgues and hospitals, folks. This second wave is bad. Employers can start pre- oh all right, start preparing for the virus vaccine with a question. Can we require it? That sounds like a story, um, a question for our legal expert, Tim Dodd, who will talk to tomorrow. Um, Let me just pull up the story. As news of promising progress on the virus vaccines have filled the headlines in recent weeks, labor lawyers say employers have been pressing one question in particular. Once approved, can they require employees to take it? Until maybe about a month ago, we hadn't had many clients ask about it. We're starting to see a lot more momentum. The news that a vaccine could start being distributed within the next few weeks has sent stock soaring, government officials scrambling, develop plans of trying to distribute it across the country for employers, many of which have kept workers um, home for months. It opened a complex set of legal and practical issues. Can they require employees to take a vaccine? Should they offer incentives instead to encourage compliance? And what should they do if employees resist? You're going to have a lot more people who are lacking comfort about safety of the vaccine after such a short development timeline. Add on top of that political issues that have taken over. It's true. If someone's not willing to wear a mask, do you think they're going to put a shot in their body? Well, the answer is no. It will likely be months before anyone besides healthcare and other essential workers have access to the vaccine on Tuesday, Healthcare workers, long-term resident staff should get top priority for the vaccine. In the meantime, employers are waiting for specific guidance from federal agencies. So that's going to be, you know, I'm going to ask Tim Dodd about that tomorrow. But again, I, I want to address this business of, you know, the bulk of the deaths, the bulk of the people in the hospital. Uh, I, I don't believe... That um, younger people's activities should be affected as much as they have been. Children are safe in schools. There are no children in the hospital. I'm not denying that if you're around these younger people, for instance, grandparents, it's it's very difficult. Grandparents and people over. Again, it's different for everyone. You know, you could have someone. Um, 55. You could have someone 65 who are in very good health, right? They take care of themselves. They might be able to withstand having COVID. I mean, I do know people that had it and they recovered from it. They're both in their 70s. But then you could have someone who's in their 30s and they have tremendous health problems. So those are the people that need to be cautious. And if you are a grandparent or parent, you have to know, being around your young children, the children could have be asymptomatic. But my point is, there's no reason to shut everything down across the board. So it is significant. Hasbro Children's Hospital is not filled with children that have COVID. That's significant. You can't ignore that. The Field Hospital, Rhode Island Hospital, Ken Hospital, Miriam—they're not filled. Newport Hospital—they're not filled with college students that have COVID. On respirators. We didn't know that back in March. We know it now. So therefore, I, I fundamentally disagree with some people that feel everyone across the board should be treated the same. I, I don't feel that way. And I can already tell some of the people trying to do these hypotheticals, you know. So are you, I'm just saying there, there's there, the schools are not spreading it. And I know there are adults And that really comes down to money. And again, I'll defer to, I thought Tucker Carlson did a very good job the other night on his program as he illustrated that a huge part of this is the teachers' unions want more money for teachers on the front lines to be considered essential workers and they want to get extra pay to go into the schools. But there is no evidence to show that the schools being open and children in the school. Is spreading it, or that teachers are ending up in the hospital. There's no evidence to show that in any way. The part that I want to um, point out at 1246, folks, I want you to think about this just for a moment, and it's totally off the track of COVID, but as many of you know, House Speaker Nick Mattiello, he lost to Bob Ryan Fenton Fong. He was defeated. She beat him, District 15 House seat. Now think about this. A rep You're paid sixteen thousand dollars a year to be a rep at the Rhode Island State House. If you make it to speaker, it's somewhere either it's either fifteen or sixteen thousand, and then you're either it's either twenty-five or twenty-six. But just think think about this just for a moment. So I think it let's just say it's twenty, I'll even go twenty-six, okay? So it's sixteen to be a rep, and then twenty-six if you're elected speaker. He spent $313,000, Three hundred and thirteen thousand, Mattiello, and lost. He spent. If you wonder if there's any corruption, he spent three hundred and thirteen thousand for a job that pays twenty six thousand dollars a year. Now, as an investment, now you could say Barbara and Fenton Fung spent sixty eight thousand, but. 313000 for a job that pays 26000 Gee, why would someone spend that kind of money? Let's look at an investment. Would you invest your money if someone said, I'll tell you what, if you give me $313,000, I'll give you $26,000 back. And then you may say, oh, do you mean three hundred dollars plus dollars so you'd give me 339,000 back and the answer would be no. You give me 313,000 and I'll give you 26,000 back. And you would then respond, I would imagine, and say, "Why would I do that?" That would be a loss of, you know, close to 300,000, but very close to, you know, a loss of almost $300,000. Unless, you know, you were expecting to make the money elsewhere. Now, if you felt if I'm investing my money and it's a good investment, I want to at least double the money or I want to maybe even triple my money, my investment. Uh, let's just go with the double, right? Just you want to double your money. So you spend three hundred and thirteen thousand and you say at the very least. I'm going to make six hundred and thirty thousand off this job that pays twenty six thousand. Why? Why would you do that? The answer is you wouldn't do that unless you were planning on making it back somewhere else. That's where they, they. that has to be eliminated. And and think of this. How that is just a house seat, right? That is just you get to go and represent that area of Cranston. And for someone to be spending over 300000 the real answer is you wouldn't do that unless you were planning on making it up somewhere else. And that, as I said, that, that is a huge part of the problem because he would plan on making it up somewhere else. Hey, folks, I want to remind you about Henry Oil. Call them today, 401-521-0200, 401-521-0200, online at henryoil.com, fuel oil, diesel, Gasoline delivery, Henry Oil, automatic delivery, budget plans, service contracts, lock and cap pricing, serving most of Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. Switch to Henry Oil today, 401-521-0200, 401-521-0200. For Henry Oil, automatic delivery, budget plans, service contracts, lock and cap pricing, call Henry Oil today at 401 401- Five two one zero two hundred. Now, tomorrow, right now, it's 1250 on this Wednesday. Tomorrow, 24 hours from now, where are you going to be? I know where I will be. I will be at Veterans Auditorium. Governor Armando will be having her weekly press briefing. If you would like me to ask the governor a question... Please log on at the website, Depetro.com, Depetro.com, brought to you by Coogan Heating, helpful, trustworthy, reliable. Coogie, call him. He says, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. R.E. Coogan Heating, 401-732-6562. Now, before you send me a question, there's certain levels to get up to the governor. Okay? There's certain levels to get up to the governor. Many times I will ask people, what did your local rep say? Folks, everyone has a local rep. You should know who your local rep is. Who's your mayor? It's not, I, I'm obviously not afraid to ask questions. I ask questions every week. But in many of these situations, you're, you're jumping over a lot of people who could be answering these questions or more importantly, helping you. So this is what – and some people say, well, I don't know who my rep is. Well, this is where you need to find out because some of you, you do need guidance or you need someone to help you maneuver through certain things. But we just had an election. Everyone has a state rep. It's like an opinion. Everyone has one or a state senator. So at the very least, say, hey, listen, I live in your district. I'm having trouble with whatever it may be, and, and I need your help. And then hold them accountable. Make them. I'll bet a lot of them would be happy to help you and try to get answers. They would. Now, I also want to remind you, this is a time. That we want to be outside. And folks, we're going to be grilling for quite some time. Don't forget about Johnson Propane. And especially if you're a business or a restaurant and you're operating outside, Johnson Propane, Phil Johnson, 904 Manton Avenue in Providence. They're open seven days a week. You can call them at 621-8129. Johnson Propane. They're right next door to Wendy's in front of the stop and shop. Phil Johnson. He's been there since 1971. And it's propane tanks and supplies. He also has firewood. Now I know you may have different options and choices, but he will refill your blue rhino tank, and it's only fifteen dollars. Johnson Propane, nine hundred four Manton Avenue in Providence. They're open seven days a week, right in front of the Stop and Shop, uh, next to Wendy's, across from Doris Vending. Phil Johnson, Johnson Propane, drive in, no wait. He'll refill your blue rhino tank for 15 bucks. Now, if you take it somewhere else, they normally swap it out, but not Phil Johnson. He'll re- and they swap it out and then it costs you 22 bucks. He will refill your blue rhino tank for 15. So if you do two, look at that. You're saving close to 15 bucks. Johnson propane. Call him 621 8129 I love to grill out. I grill out all year round. And I drive and I visit Phil Johnson at Johnson Propane. He refills my propane tanks. And he also has great firewood there. Stop in and see him. Local business. The guy is the salty of the earth. He's been there since 1971. Mayor Joe Dorley cut the ribbon when he opened Johnson Propane. Uh, All credit cards are accepted. Drive-in, no wait. Johnson Propane, 904 Manton Avenue, Providence. right in front of the Stop and Shop. It's the back Island College. We used to go to uh, Steve's. It used to be over there. Johnson Propane, 621-8129. You can reach Phil. So, folks, again, um, next hour, I'm going to replay Brad Parscale. He, uh, He was running the Trump campaign, and then he... Was removed. They they say he was removed after that rally in Oklahoma in the summertime, which then um, a number of different people came down with it. Uh, but he's very knowledgeable. He's got inside info, and he has some different thoughts on it. If you haven't, I'm going to replay. He did an interview last night. I think you want to. I know you want to hear it. And again, tomorrow, uh, Governor Mundo press briefing. I I don't understand. First, some people are saying the governor's on too much, so Governor Mundo cut it to once a week. And then people are saying, well, if it's so serious, how come she's not on every day? Folks, she can't have it both ways. All right. right. They are communicating. Uh, they do respond to me, by the way, by and not just on Thursday. If I send them an email, a question about something, they're very responsive. So is the Department of Health. But a lot of this is we know it. I, I think some of this is people just don't follow the guidelines. For instance, the, the the people that are dying from the virus in our area it's it's still the same the bulk of the people you know back in 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 april and may as the department of health broke out the numbers it was still it was always above 70% of the, the deaths were over 70 and here it is december and the bulk of the deaths are nursing homes assisted living and are people in their 80s and 90s are most of the people, unfortunately, that are dying from it. And then you do have people in their 70s. But it's, it's very small numbers. Very, very small numbers of anyone in their 30s or 40s and 50s. And even 60s for that matter. I'm not saying they're on anyone. But it's still really the bulk of the people are older people. Now, right now. Without question, the virus is rampant right now. The field hospitals are open. Um, I, I mean, I think this is a time for people that that I, I believe during this two-week pause, um, it, it's going to get. What you have to understand, and I, I did speak to someone yesterday who had a family member that passed away, unfortunately, from COVID. They were older, but then that that's what it was that eventually um what they died from but folks it's it's going to get worse and i also want to remind people if you have a family member that ends up at one of these field hospitals it's not like you're going to visit them remember people go into the hospitals and then you know it's not like you can call them and go and visit them there there's none of that And, and and by the way i i think some of that i mean i I don't have a family member in the hospital. And if I had one of my parents, if they were still living, rest in peace, if they were still alive, that would be very, very difficult and painful. That you don't even get to go and see the family member there. But at the same time, um, I do respect it and understand it. Because part of the reason, aside from this, why the virus, why there are so many infections in uh, hospitals, there are too many people visiting the hospital and there are too many people working in hospitals and nursing homes that shouldn't be doing it that have covid and it's a major problem so um, now coming up we're going to have the one o'clock news and then next hour folks another big hour to go again visit the website to petro.com you can see just how bad the pause is and then also you can get in touch with me that way hey i want to remind you about preferred towing and recovery Preferred towing, you can call them at 401-725-8500. They buy older vintage cars from the 60s and 70s. They'll give you a fair offer today. Preferred towing and recovery, which is uh, owned by Christine along with her husband, Mark. Mark Labee, they specialize in towing. Transport, asset recovery, repossessions, private property towing services. Mark's been doing repossessions for 30 years. He gets the job done safely, securely. I'll tell you, the guy is first-rate. He's dependable. Call Preferred Towing today, 401-725-8500. Or online, preferredrecovery.com. They're also on Facebook. And again, they buy older vintage cars from the 60s and 70s. Call for a fair offer today, Preferred Towing in Lincoln, 725-8500, 725-8500, for preferred towing. It's John DePietro on this Wednesday. So we're going to break, get an update with the one o'clock news. Again, this is big news with the CDC. They're lowering the quarantine from seven to ten days for people that have to quarantine. So we'll have news on that. We'll have more news on the virus. And then uh, I think this is really interesting information about the Trump campaign with uh, Brad Pascal. So the power hour is next right here, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at the website, depetro.com. Right now it's 1 o'clock.